thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. This is That Paleo Show with your hosts, Stephanie Wozalik, Dr. Yana James, and Dr. Brett Hill. to That Paleo Show, making the paleo lifestyle easy and accessible for everyone. I'm Stephanie Wozlick. I'm Dr. Yana James. And I'm Dr. Brett Hill. We have a super fun episode for you today, and I know I say that at the beginning of every episode, but I imagine we're going to have a lot of fun today, um, <laughs> because we're here to wish you a Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. And um, although... Christmas may or may not be paleo, you guys can argue that amongst yourselves, but um, like it or not, we are going to be celebrating that this week, and we're going to give you maybe some tips to help get through it. Now, our past episode on having paleo parties and friends who aren't paleo hopefully got you to this point, and now we're going to help you get through the final the, the final stretch That's before it. the actual Christmas festivities. Yeah, it might be an idea to go back and listen to some of those episodes about party food or um, navigating parties that sort of thing is a good one and probably um non-paleo partner as well would be another good one <laughs> we've got a bit of a windstorm happening outside a bit of distraction so yeah those would be really good episodes to go back and listen to but um and in addition to that we're going to give you some more exciting tips in christmas tools and we're not going to be singing christmas carols because i got outvoted so, <laughs> so you've all been safe no it was carols. unanimous that none of us wanted to sing christmas carols yeah <laughs> Um, so, I mean, I guess a logical place to start is food. Forgive us if we talk about food the whole episode and run about all of our other Isn't topics. Isn't that what Christmas is about, is the food? <laughs> so maybe I've been an adult too long and it's not about the toys anymore. Yeah, well, we will talk about some of the toys, I think, too. Yay! But, Yana, you were talking about some really delicious food um, before... Oh. Yeah, yeah, throw me right into it. Yeah, so one of my favorites is it's more primal than paleo because I do do some feta with it, but a prawn, watermelon, feta, and mint salad that's a really nice opening mm. meal um big fan have always in our family done a roast pork with crackling oh so paleo it's the accompaniments that are not so paleo but oh my gosh roast pork um i won't be here for christmas this year i won't be in adelaide but i am so gonna do a roast pork for my birthday since my birthday's um. 10 days before christmas <sighs> so uh I, I, has already been oh well i would have done a roast pork <laughs> <laughs> You can't tell we're recording just a little bit early. Um, so uh, that's that's my favourite meals, roast pork and, and applesauce. I, I'm going to have to make my own Thermomix, though. Nice. Yeah, and it's funny because um, obviously in Australia, it's hot at Christmas. Yes. And, and in Canada, salad. it's cold. So we're going to give you two worldly perspectives today. <laughs> yeah. um, but Brett, why don't you continue with your Christmas tradition? Yeah, well, for Christmas for my family, it's all about seafood. Like, I think my dad grew up in sort of the West coast of South Australia in a real fishing town and so it's always been all about seafood so for us it's all about like prawns and lobsters and fish and calamari and all that just really good and and it's always for us thankfully it's always just been really good quality seafood cooked really simply like really you know if you get good seafood like a little bit of pepper and salt a little bit of lemon it really doesn't need anything else you cook it well and it's just absolutely beautiful delicious fresh you know high omega-3s all the good stuff um, and so that's absolutely delicious. Um, 
the other thing that's sort of become a bit of a tradition for us in our family at Christmas time, actually kind of always has been, has been cherries. So I know Steph's like, what? Cherries? Hang on, it's the wrong time of year. No, but... I was here last year. I was here last year. <laughs> but in Australia, we have cherries at Christmas time. And so for us, it's just like this real link there between Christmas and cherries. And so, uh, you know, Yana might put a couple of photos up on our Facebook page, perhaps of my kids getting absolutely smashed into cherries. That was awesome. <laughs> they look like they got blood all over them, and it's quite hilarious. But um... I've got one of Charlotte that I call Vampire Baby <laughs> and it just covered her chest. It's yeah. so adorable. And so because we up in the hills live just around the corner from a cherry farm, you can actually go there, you pay a little bit of money, you can actually pick your own cherries. Whilst you're picking, so you can good. eat as many as you like, which is kind of dangerous. So <laughs> but, but so good. Not exactly like an appropriate sort of fat protein carb ratio no. on that particular day, but really good, delicious food. And so, so cherries are a really big one for us. As you said before, just the traditional roast. Like there's always, if it's not Christmas, it's like Boxing Day or Christmas Eve, there's always a roast going and it's just, once again, just really good quality basic food. You've got your roast, you've got your beautiful veggies, you've got some greens. And then the other one that we've probably introduced more recently is like a paleo blackberry pie. So once again, up in the Adelaide Hills, there's blackberries just everywhere. And so just making a really nice crust there just with nuts and fruit juice and dates and that sort of stuff, making a pie crust, filling it with blackberries. Um, and that's absolutely delicious. Maybe a bit of a coconut cream on top is a good way to go yeah. with that. And that is absolutely delicious. So that's another favourite at Christmas time for us. Oh, wow. <laughs> Everyone's <Yum>. hungry now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what? So mine is totally opposite. So we, we are very much in root vegetable season. Mm-hmm. So there aren't a lot of green vegetables. There's not a lot of fruit at the time. So it really is like preserved um, preserved fruit if you're going to have like, mm. like a cranberry sauce or whatever would be preserved cranberry sauce but the the biggest best part of christmas is the turkey um so we get a giant turkey you know with how big are we talking Steph? like giant how how many kilos are we talking this turkey i have no idea as big as they'll fit in your oven like i think maybe maybe like 25 (laughs) maybe like 25 pounds or more nice like i honestly i've actually never it's like 10 kilos yeah yeah, I've never bought a turkey. Wow. Um, so this would just be, I think, I think like my parents or whatever would usually get it. Because um, since I moved out, I probably can't eat a 10 kilo turkey. I'm sure, I'm sure your mum will jump on Facebook and let us know how much. <laughs> yeah, I hope yeah. so. So anyway, so giant turkey, as big as it'll fit in your oven. Um, it takes a whole day, thaws, whatever. But um, what I absolutely love and what I grew up with is my grandmother would make the best um, meat stuffing. So I know a lot of people are used to like a bread stuffing that goes inside the turkey or maybe like a rice stuffing, but no, literally it's like a meatloaf inside your turkey. It is amazing. So at its simplest form, it's like ground beef, pork, and bacon. How paleo is that? That's uh, awesome. Amazing, with lots and lots of aromatic like spices, so sage yeah. and rosemary and that sort of thing, like in your turkey. And of course, you want more stuffing than it's just going to go into your turkey, so you've got to make like a separate little meatloaf um, <laughs> that, that fits in. I, I didn't prime these guys first, so they're like wide-eyed, staring at me. Mind blown. Yeah. <laughs> so when I first met Ryan, they were shocked that I would stuff meat with other meat. Yeah. And it's like it was, a ducking. Is it quail inside? That's crazy. Oh my god. But so good. But so I've kind of adapted it a little bit in that I also really love to put nuts and um, dried fruit mm, yeah. inside the yeah, stuffing as well. Cranberries would be great. Yeah, exactly. Ugh. So 
absolutely delicious. Another thing that we haven't done, but that I really want to try, is putting bacon on the outside of your turkey. Mm. Yeah. Have you guys seen that before? No. Not Sounds on the turkey. Though. I put bacon on the outside of a pork roll. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> That's like kind of like mummifying the turkey. That's what I'm imagining. It's Tomorrow. like wrapped in bacon like a mummy. And then yeah. just like cooked. Not quite like that. Like just strips. <laughs> you just kind of pin strips of to bacon yeah. to it. But actually tomorrow so night moist. tomorrow night for dinner I'm having stuffed chicken breast wrapped in bacon. So it's really not a far stretch. Yum. Um, but anyways, that is like the epic best part of the meal and the leftover stuffing. And of course, the stuffing's been cooked inside a turkey. So it's juicy and amazing. One of the things, sorry, you're just talking about this and I'm thinking sides to a roast as, you know, the mind wanders when you're thinking about the most amazing food ever. My girlfriend Alice makes parsnip puree, which I had had several um, Christmases ago yep. before I was paleo, but it's to- totally primal because it does have some parmesan in it. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That stuff's amazing. You can make so much good sides to roast that, it, that, that I hadn't actually considered before because I'm just so used to potatoes. So that's what I was yeah. going to say is that Cut in for no reason during Christmas, I would never eat the potatoes because they were just filler. Like you might as well right. just eat more meat. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> so paleo. But since going paleo, no, that was pre-paleo. I was like already uh. on the ball. But <laughs> since going paleo, I've started making with like Ryan actually, I think started it like these delicious purees. So pretty much any root vegetable or cauliflower gets puree or squash. Um, nice. Yeah. Pumpkin. Yeah. Pumpkin. For sorry. Our Australian oh, God. Not good. Um, <laughs> yes. Pumpkin or squash. Um, you know, you either roast that up or boil it, and then I will blitz it, like, like um, mash it with coconut milk or actually, usually coconut cream, mm. um, some garlic, preferably fresh roasted garlic, mm. and sometimes a fresh herb if you like. So recently I did sweet potato. And sage, oh, which was I'm delicious. Totally that, for dinner tonight. that sounds so good. Well, you may have already noticed, but I had a massive amount of roast garlic last night. <laughs> <laughs> so good. I love roast garlic. So that's yeah. just awesome. So, to be honest, there's not a whole lot of green stuff at my dinners mm. um, because it's just not in season. I mean, granted, we do buy green stuff, but it's more about the roast turnip and rutabaga mm. and all of the other roots that. What's a rutabaga? Oh, don't, don't ask. It's okay. just one of those root things that come out okay. of the ground. <laughs> so, you know, the other thing that tends to go on at Christmas time, I know Steph was talking about this before, and, and it's a little bit different where she's from to where we're from as well, but for us it's exercise. It's like getting outdoors. For us it's usually a big family game of cricket. I think for Steph it wasn't necessarily the cricket in Canada. It was No, we don't play cricket. No, um, we play ice hockey, but... Not necessarily on the ice, as yeah. I was clarifying with these guys. Yeah, they're like, we'll totally do, do not get skates. It. <laughs> so we usually, like, pretty much every home has, like, some portable hockey nets. Yeah. And pretty much everyone has goalie pads. Yeah. So you put someone, you, you set up two hockey nets out in the street, hopefully at a dead end. Um, <laughs> but sometimes not. And set it's up Christmas, the nets. So everyone else is doing the same thing, Yeah, right? so you set up the nets out in the street. And you split up your teams and everyone's got a hockey stick and sometimes you wear pads or whatever, but you're just out in your boots, like running around. There's no rollerblades, as these guys thought, and there's definitely no ice skates, but you just run around in the street. And the streets are plowed, so it's not like you're running through snowbanks necessarily, unless you lose the puck. (laughs) But but yeah, so that's, um, so for example, this year, my family Christmas, I organized our whole family to get together and one of the emails was, make sure you bring your hockey equipment. Nice. Or like come early enough to play street hockey. So it's just and and the other tradition that I have is I always make a snowman. 
It's the only time of year I wear my snow pants. And so the classic thing that happens, I don't know if this happens in Canada, but the classic thing that happens in Australia is you get like Uncle Bob comes out, you know, hasn't actually moved off the couch for the last like four years. He goes, yeah, cricket, awesome. I'm going to come out and bowl as fast as I can and see if I can hit the ball for six. And typically by the end of the day, there's a few sore and sorry people kind of hobbling around, injured, you know. So I guess one part of Christmas maybe might be to start thinking about, hey, I might actually like to enjoy, you know, playing some cricket with my nieces and nephews or cousins or whatever and, and not think, well, be laid up on the yeah, couch yeah, Christmas exactly. and New Year exactly or, or at least if you are going to be laid up on the couch during Christmas and New Year it's by choice because you're watching the cricket <laughs> the test match on the TV right so you want to have that choice as to whether you want to lay on the couch or not but, so, but the idea is that you know you might want to start thinking before you get to Christmas of hey maybe I should like just start doing a few extra walks maybe I should introduce a little bit of sort of functional fitness so that actually by the time I get to Christmas I am actually have some sort of level of fitness so that I'm not going to do myself an injury mm. and then maybe Maybe on Christmas Day, I know it's kind of uncool, but if you haven't done a lot of exercise, you might want to warm up a little bit. You might want to stretch or, you know, you're probably going to get heckled by your family, but that's okay. But you might just want to stretch and warm up a little bit so that you're ready to go because, like I said, the last thing you want to do is be injured over the Christmas New Year period. You've probably got some time off. You've probably got some holidays for a lot of people. And so it'd be nice if you could actually not be injured and be able to enjoy that. And, And like I said, and be able to enjoy playing with your family and you know because we talk a lot about you know why to do paleo and why to do functional fitness and why to do exercise and really this is like the reasons why right so you can go out on christmas day and play with your family and have fun and have the energy to do it because that's what life's all about really yeah and perhaps you know if you are if you are the fit person maybe you can lead a stretch right you know so that the person who is getting up off the couch and deciding to stretch and getting heckled doesn't feel so out of place you know it's all about encompassing mm-hmm. encompassing encompassing all of the family members to their best. Go on, yes. Well, I was just going to say, because that's like really paleo, right? I was going to mention this later on, but, you know, the whole kind of communal aspect of fitness, I think, is just so paleo, right? It's like the whole family getting together. It's like everyone sort of takes a little bit of turn looking after the kids and playing with the kids and, like, you know, everyone has a bit of time with the nieces and nephews and all that sort of stuff. And I reckon that's actually such a paleo thing and it's such a great way to be. Like, I know when we went on holiday to the Solomon Islands, like, that's what they do. Mm-hmm. And it's like the whole tribe raises the kids and everyone just, like, chips in, takes a little turn as parents it was brilliant like it was like the whole day there was someone else looking after the kids for a while here and there and it's just such a nice thing and so I thought that was like you know I think Christmas can be a really good reminder of how you know that family unit can work well I know it's not that way for everybody at Christmas (laughs) time but it can be a really good reminder of how the family unit can work well and how you know perhaps we've lost that a little bit in our day-to-day like nine to five lives and and how maybe by getting that back a little bit, we could all be a little bit less stressed and have a little bit more, you know, community environment. Yeah. I, ca- I can't help... I'm just going to go back track just a little bit. I can't help my chiro mind switching in. Having worked in a pain-based practice uh, prior to being in our wellness practice, um, there were certainly a lot of people that would enter the office in between Christmas and New Year with turkey back, um, which is... Getting the turkey that is big enough to fill the entire oven, right, as big as you possibly can, and then not lifting it correctly. So, you know, this is where squats come in so handy. This is where deadlifts come in. You want to be preparing for those things. And again, like Brett said, it's a reason we suggested you functional fitness because it's not just going to help you when you're thinking about being sporty. It's going to help you subconsciously when you're not even thinking about how you're moving your body and lifting stuff and lifting those awesome, you know, like big Christmas presents that you're going to get from people and train sets. And and of course, seeing your Cairo before Christmas, so you're in good shape for the exercise rather than waiting till you do the exercise and fall apart. That's probably a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just picturing dragging a Christmas tree after you've chopped it down through the forest <laughs> and setting it up in your house. <laughs> so, that's so Owen the core. 
Sorry. I'm no, it's just, now, it's, just, it's just not Australian. It's <laughs> well, not through a forest, but through a, through a Christmas tree farm. farm. <laughs> no. Yeah. But look, that's, I mean, I'm sure a lot of you out there are already very, very stressed out. So Christmas is a few days away and you're just stressed to the max. And if you kind of have a step back and think about it, that is so not paleo because yeah. <laughs> really to me, the, the idea of Christmas, and I know it doesn't always play out this way, but the idea of Christmas really is that time spent with your family when your family takes a few days off and they've dedicated it to seeing each other, sharing, you know, nice meals and conversation and sometimes some, some wine or whatever. <laughs> and, uh, just, you know, sharing that time together, but it's the lead up that can be quite stressful. Um, I know Yana's traveling for Christmas and uh-huh. I am as well. I'm going back home for Canada to Canada for Christmas and um, it can be really stressful, but just have, have a think about how you can make that easier on yourself. Um, I know a few days out, we maybe haven't given you enough strategies to plan <laughs> ahead, but, um, but that's really, it's really as important to enjoy the time that you're there as much as possible. Yeah, I think definitely... Um, that time off to to read a book or do some meditation or take some me time or if your me time means being with the family it's it's really a beautiful time to do those things I think or just lie on the couch and watch this again sounds so oh my god no I won't be doing that no definitely not not happening I used to have to watch the Sydney to Hobart yacht race every Christmas boxing boxing day day, and that's not happening either I'm tapping out of that one I'm going to go do something I want to do (laughs) alright so let's talk about gifts let's talk about presents what are some ideas for our paleo people for those like last minute shoppers who haven't gone and got anything yet (laughs) the blokes my suggestions probably not going to work yeah I was going to say my suggestions really are for last minute shoppers because I really like to do as much homemade stuff as possible like I when I send my Christmas cards as often as possible I'll make them by hand I haven't been doing that since I've been in Australia but I used to make them by hand every year and um, last year I made all sorts of little preserved foods for the people which are amazing I've still got my um, lemon salt and my rosemary salt love them which means you haven't been using them were they really that I have been using them I'm just kidding I'm just kidding. Last no. night on my eggplant, it's amazing. Yeah, so good. So that that's just um, dried herbs or dried lemon peel or whatever, and then mixed with some salt is delicious. And just things like that are really simple. Or I make homemade vanilla or like vanilla um, extract or oh. lots of different lots of different things that people, you know, you don't have to make a batch of cookies. No, yeah. absolutely. I I had some ideas which. I, not sure what I'm going to do with, but definitely um, some like little boxes to make your own paleo chocolate, basically, um, or some other things that I've made at home, like hair product, which which I probably wouldn't give as a gift, but it also doubles as lip gloss and um, cuticle treatment. So they're they're really good as well. Like it doesn't have to be food; it can be other things that you use. There's so many body products that are just beautiful when they're natural products, like jojoba oil, just gorgeous, mm-hmm. you know. So mm-hmm. you could even do that. Um, Kim Morrison's range of 28. Um, essential oils, beautiful oils. I think they would be a fantastic gift as well. I just, yeah, yeah really. Well, nice. like, I mean, there's heaps of like cookbooks and educational yes. books and stuff that you could do. I mean, you know, you don't necessarily want to be giving a paleo cookbook for, to someone who's completely not into paleo, right? So, yeah. you know, you want to, if they've shown an interest and it's something that they'd like to know more about, then that'd be really appropriate. Like a really nice cookbook. It's got some great, beautiful recipes in there. 
Um, you know, I think you know a couple of the ones we've got in the practice, like the Make It Paleo ones, just awesome. Yeah. The Gather ones really nice because that's got heaps of like kind of holiday, festive holiday yeah. sort of meals and stuff in it. So that could be a really nice one. Um, yeah, I'm probably not as much into making gifts, so my sort of list were a bit more stuff you could buy. But you know, I was like, I think this time last year, I think I got my dehydrator, mm-hmm. um, which I just love. I've actually got some jerky marinating at home at the moment, which I'm going to dehydrate, which is awesome. Um, and then, you know, it might be some, like, functional fitness-style exercise gear. So if, if someone's into their fitness, you know, you might be able to get them, like, a kettlebell or it might be a, a plyo box that they can jump on or it might be, you know, just stuff like that that's really functional that they can use to do some really cool fitness. Um, it might be, like, a food processor. Obviously, that's a bit more expensive one. It might be something simple like a teapot that they can just have, like, really nice herbal teas and get into that or glassware that they can start storing their stuff in. For people to start, you know, start to store stuff in glass rather than plastic. Um, so you know, there's a whole bunch of ideas there I think for stuff that, that you know you sort of think as a paleo person these are the sort of things you gradually start to collect over time um, and stuff that someone who's into that might really appreciate yeah I also do I'm a big believer in um, donated gifts to people who don't have the opportunity to get stuff because I do know in the past I've received gifts that are just gifts for the sake of being gifts and, and things that I haven't used and I know that I've done that for other people as well because well, living far away from family, I don't know them as intimately as I would like to, and so I can't get them as something appropriate for them. So a donated gift, like buying a goat or a duck for someone in, in a third world country, I think for me that's really paleo because it's all about um, trying to support the environment and, and the world instead of buying something that's going to go to landfill, um, mm. buying something that's actually going to further someone's life, whether it's nutritionally or giving the opportunity giving them the opportunity to run their own business or whatever it is in, in a country that isn't born with the um, blessings that we have here. And, and definitely that's part of what Christmas is about for me is being grateful and having all of that gratitude for what I've been able to create and assess a, a mass in my life and recognising that other people haven't had that opportunity. Mm. Yeah. Well, and that, I mean, in the more... Oh, I'm going to leave this back to gifts that you can give people and not that. But um, I... I'm a big fan since I've been moving around so much and just knowing when you're giving gifts to other adults, just people don't need stuff. They'll go out and buy it themselves if they want it. So I love doing more experiential stuff. So Mm -hmm. taking them somewhere or giving them tickets to go see a show or um, something that they can do and have an experience with that doesn't, you know, doesn't need wrapping or plastic or anything like that. And, and that's something that's memorable that they're going to enjoy doing and something they might not have done for themselves. Yeah, and that fits, right? To, to me, the, my brother forwarded a fantastic article um, last year. I'll see if I can find it and put it on the Facebook page, which is just talking about gifts going to landfill and, you know, that you've got to buy the clapping symbol monkey sort of thing for this person. And um, <clears throat> For me, you know, we talk so often about not buying food that's in packets, you know, go for real food. I think the same applies with with gifts in my mind things that are in packets yeah that's right so if you can get something that's not that you know it's not plastic as well I don't know maybe I'm just being a bit of a Nazi here but I definitely think you know if you can get experiential things that's not something that's going to go into landfill that's going to broaden someone's experience of the world and that's kind of cool and I think it's the same with like kids presents as well like really trying to 
get gifts for kids that allow them to get outside and have some more creative play and to do some more like problem solving rather than just these kind of mind-numbing gifts we often have where it's like you're sitting in your room playing a computer game or you know like I think you can really think a lot more paleo about that as well like things are going to help kids get outside and get out in the sunshine and enjoy nature and maybe think a little bit outside the box and be a bit more creative and you know I think that's that's so much more paleo I mean really if you think about like paleo kids they were growing up just experiencing the world around them they learned everything they learned really a lot of it through experience not through you know learning it in books or anything like yeah, that definitely. and so so it's about getting outside and teaching your kids to play I think and I think that's that's the sort of important thing you can think about at Christmas time not just in terms of the gifts but in terms of what you're doing you know like, do you really need to sit around and have that like third course of dessert or is it going to be more memorable for people if they actually get out and you all as a family like go for a bushwalk or you know whatever it happens to be for, for you and your family and where you are but you know think about like what actually would make it a memorable Christmas it doesn't have to be just you know we do this because that's what we always do and it's what we've always done you can do you know do something a little bit different get out and explore and you know go for a walk or play some sport or you know just do stuff you wouldn't ordinarily do that gets you out and about and gets you into the sun and creates an experience and creates like some bonding with your family I reckon yeah or out into the blizzard or into the blizzard yeah that's right <laughs> hopefully we have sunshine. snow in Canada this year global warming's been uh, playing a bit of a trick on us sometimes we have sometimes we're mowing the lawn on Christmas but <laughs> but yeah like me painting a fence on Christmas that was a good one alright <laughs> getting stuff done mm-hmm. no but I totally agree I absolutely agree that it's about um, those are the things that you remember it's not mm. about the everyone buy a $5 gift so that everyone can trade gifts and whatever that's I mean so then you go home with a $5 gift it's just you might as well take that and either like Yana said donate to something like I used to do um, when I was in Canada Operation Christmas Child which is fill a shoebox with um, things that uh, a kid might need so maybe a toy but also maybe some mittens or socks or hat or whatever and so they get a gift that they can open on Christmas but um, if you're going to spend five bucks and spend it on on helping a kid out or yeah. something like that that you know they'll actually need and use and that's the other thing I mean there's always lots of like drives and stuff going on at Christmas as well so it doesn't even have to just be about your whole family like there's always toy drives going on at Christmas there's always groups in your local community who are looking for donations because you know it's not just about all the kids overseas there's there's kids in your local area who literally can't afford Christmas presents as well and so it's a great opportunity like I said just to be really grateful for the year you've had and grateful for the life you've got and grateful for the family you've got and you know and I think it's lovely to express that by you know helping someone out who doesn't have that as well and you know one of the other charities that's completely unrelated to this topic but the other charity that I really like is Kiva I don't know if you've seen that but they do like micro loans to people in the community oh, and so this fantastic idea yeah. that's really around doing micro loans helping people start their own business but then they actually pay it back once they start making money they pay it back so then it gets loaned out to someone else again and so it's it's a really like not passive way of doing charity like it's like it's charity but it's actually teaching someone how to run a business and make their own, and creating an actual viable business for that community and then that money then gets reinvested and goes on to someone else I love that idea that's I reckon that's fantastic. just the coolest thing in the world yeah definitely fantastic another um, good gift idea we talk all all the time on this show about Brett's alarm clock that <laughs> wakes him up with the sun yeah. um, I've yet to source one of those but that would be another really great idea and yeah. kind of a sneaky way of getting <laughs> yeah so it's not actually the sun that wakes it's like a full spectrum light right? so it's like a simulated sunrise so but yeah it's great and so it just gradually gets brighter as the, over a half hour period it starts dark and it just gradually gets brighter until it wakes you up or if it doesn't wake you up then it beeps at the end but usually <laughs> 
<laughs> it wakes you up with the light and then up you go. And so, um, yeah, that's just a really nice way to wake up. So much better than the like, you know, alarm clock just going off in your ear and stressing you out before you even get started. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Mark Sisson had a good list on his website, Mark's Daily Apple, um, as well about some suggested Christmas gift ideas. And one of them that I really liked was some blue light blockers. So I think you can get them either for your computer screen or you can get them as like glasses that you can wear that block out the light or there's all sorts of different um, contraptions that are out now that can really just help you um, limit that blue light before you go to sleep and during the day and just help you sleep better work better on your circadian rhythms yeah I'm um, moving away from the products and back to things that you can do Um, earlier this year Luke and I did a course with the awesome Karen Smith from Up For A Chat and um, part of that course was talking about gratitude again and um, writing letters and so maybe that might be something you can do maybe I I was lucky I am lucky enough that I get to spend every second Christmas roughly in Adelaide with with, uh, friends and, and not with my family and so I get to experience other people's way of doing Christmas and my best friend Alice her family they write a poem every Christmas and we were in absolute hysterics reading these poems out Um, that was really fun and in addition to that um, what I'm thinking you know this year to to do some gratitudes write some letters saying you know what I love this about you that I'm so grateful to have you in my life because you've brought me this this quality or this um, behavior that I aspire to Um, and I think that's really nice it's really nice to hear those things out loud of what people um, appreciate in you because so often it goes unsaid um, and you know there's it's so often when we lose someone that we realize how much went unsaid so that's a really beautiful way of, of reconnecting with people I think so mm-hmm. that's that's kind of a nice Christmassy thing to do I reckon yeah and certainly a bunch of things like that on the New Year's spectrum as well yeah, which we can get into on our New Year's episode for you about goal setting and and like you said gratitude and looking back at the past year and and that sort of thing. I think it would be really fun fun to do that. Any uh, last-minute wishes you guys want to say to our listeners? Well, I think just Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to everyone. Make sure you do enjoy it. Make sure you're not stressed about it. Like, we've probably just given you a whole bunch of rules for what to do and not to do for Christmas. But <laughs> forget rules. about all those now. and Just come out and enjoy your Christmas. That's and right. do what feels good. And, you know, it's one day a year. So if you break your rules on Christmas Day, it's not the end of the world. And uh, have fun with yourself and have fun with your family. Yeah, mm-hmm. beautiful. Absolutely, Absolutely agree. Thank you for tuning in for uh, the year or whatever it has been that we've been recording our segments and hope you've gotten a lot out of it. Look forward to seeing you next year. Yeah, and, well, and we forgot to mention our biggest gift of all that you could yeah. give to a family <laughs> member. <Ultimate> gift. <laughs> it's a cave camp. Yeah, come Get to along. cave camp. Send um, people along to cave camp. It's going to be awesome. Better. Bring the whole family on to cave camp. How fun would that be? (laughs) (laughs) No, that'd be a great gift. Um, Like along the lines of giving something experiential. And not only that, but it'd give you or give them the tools to use indefinitely. So you're basically giving them a gift of better health. Oh, that's That's right. How can you deny that? (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Anyways, on that note, guys, Merry Christmas. Have a wonderful, wonderful holiday. And, and obviously, if they do want to get the gift for Cave Camp, it's on the website, right? Right. So thatpaleoshow.com, and they can sign up there. Perfect. Cool. All right. Third signing out. We're doing it this time. <laughs> Merry Christmas, and we'll talk to you again soon. So until next week, check us out on Facebook, share your story, and help to grow the Paleo Tribe worldwide. 
Hi, this is Dr. Brett Hill from the Wellness Guys and That Paleo Show. How would a pair of Vivo Barefoot Ultras feel on your feet this summer? These guys are awesome, and our good friends at Vivo are giving away one pair of their newest range to one lucky Wellness Couch member. Vivo Barefoot Shoes feature a puncture-resistant, flexible, non-pitched sole and a wide toe box which allows the foot to move as nature intended, as close to being barefoot as possible. All you have to do to be in the running is become a Wellness Couch member by midnight Sunday, December 22nd, Australian Eastern Standard Time. Membership is free and comes with a range of benefits. To become an official member of the couch, go to www.thewellnesscouch.com and enter your name and email address. Merry Christmas from all of us here at The Wellness Couch and may it be filled with great health and good times with those you love. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter, The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst The Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of The Wellness Couch podcasts.